For the newly indoctrinated, Jim Butcher's The Dresden Files follows the story of a professional wizard in Chicago. We've started our podcast as a way to help break down the series' most important moments, characters, and lore. This is McAnally's Dresden Files podcast by Free Flow Rambling. Conjure by it at your own risk. Welcome to the McAnally's podcast brought to you by Free Flow Rambling. This is episode 5.4, Cops, Critters, and Cons. My name is Tanzan and I am joined by Maggie. Hello, And Jess. Hi. Are you an alien automaton? Kelpies camping in your creek? Bigfoots barged into your bunker? Elves on your shelves? Ghouls in your garden? Poltergeists in your pantry? We believe you. Midwestern Arcane offers competitive rates for exclusive original photos or documented experiences. Call today. Submissions become exclusive property of the Midwestern Arcane. Artistic license may be taken. Chapter 8 Dresden stops off at the police department to drop off his report to Murphy. He is intercepted by Agent Denton while Internal Affairs is interviewing Murphy. Agent Denton offers to drop off his report for him. On Dresden's way out, Agent Harris offers a tip and asks him to look into the Street Wolves biker gang. Okay, Chapter 8. Yavol! Oh yeah, he spent all night. He's <laughs> werewolf, werewolf, chatted with Bob, and now he has a report to give Murphy. So this is the first time we get a bit of a summary of what headquarters looks like. And it's so biased right off the bat. Harry's like, SI is like the faithful bulldog guarding all of the crazy stupid children who have no idea what they're doing. And he just sits faithfully all day doing his job and being, and I'm like, damn, Dresden, like it's still a government body. (laughs) But like, he's like, it's like right off the bat, Harry's like, Literally everyone here is super incompetent and stupid and SI is the only thing holding it all together. And nobody even knows. And I'm like, damn, bro, you got some issues with them right off the bat. Like, <laughs> like, well, as we've already discovered, Harry's like a 60-year-old and a 20-year-old's body. So, yeah, all these like new fancy, newfangled steel and chrome, glass and chrome skyscrapers are just like, he's like no SIs and like the old leftover Back in my day, we used to just hunt witches, and now there's all these DNA and fingerprinting, and like, (laughs) yeah, pretty much. And oh, look, Scanlan even gets a mention. It's a big old rundown building, a huge cube that has managed to hold up solidly in spite of his years. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) You just gotta get it everywhere, don't you, Short (laughs) Halt? I can't believe you made that reference. Staring at me, I was literally the thing that popped out was a huge cube. <laughs> got a lot of critical role on the brain these days. It's okay, which I get. But I've discovered we've got a few critical role fans as well, so it's all right. They'll get it. Um, I've heard of critical role. This is cool. <laughs> one of the characters refers to parts of his anatomy as the cube. Oh, and he refers to it extensively. <laughs> And refers to it as being. <laughs> so, ah, yes, so, okay. so just a huge cube that has managed to hold up solidly in spite of its years just works because Scanlon's also like, I don't know, a few hundred, 500? Scanlon's first. That is what he'd like you to believe. That is what he'd like you to believe. Okay. Uh, so yeah. So it's One just, day you'll learn his age. Oh, there you go. Okay. Well, yes, as far as I am so far. Is that just part of his belief? You'll get there. And the fact that he's also the leader. <laughs> he is. He is. <laughs> Wait until the finale. He is. I'm going to give up on this right now. Yeah. So, so Dresden runs into <laughs> Susan on the way. 
Yeah, so he finds out he's a little bit persona non grata. So before he was, he was sort of one of the, a nut, but a useful nut. You know, like his tips and leads kind of seem to lead somewhere. Now they're giving him like the cool cop look. Yeah, just the cool profession. Instead of the, hey buddy, how's it going? They're just keeping a bit more distance. Um, so that kind of annoys him. It, it, it hits his feelings a little bit. Which I kind of don't blame him. Yeah. You were sort of a little bit part of a group, and now I'm not you were cool anymore. Well, right. None of us like to be left off, especially when you've sort of had a little bit of inclusion, and now you're kind of back on the edges. But yeah, and then he bumps into so, which is nice because we haven't. I think this is basically the first mention, other than Bob razzing him, but we don't really know what's up with their. Find out. Yeah, they're a bit on the ambigu- ambiguous side. Yeah, which is working for them. That's yeah. somewhat by choice. They, they, they find it's better not to actually define their relationship because that would be probably the end of their relationship. Yeah, because they're both busy. Harry's got a lot of his... So, yeah. But we know that they are still basically together as a couple. They still have their dates. They hook up. They are not an official hardcore, but they... Well, this is the scene where I realized that, like, me and Susan are the same age. Yeah, how exciting! Like Twenty-four-ish right now. How is that? Yeah, because this whole series has always oh, happened like to be twenty-four again. So much older than right. me, and now I'm like, wait a second. Yeah, when I you grew started into reading the... it a decade ago. They were yeah. all ten years older than you, and now, yeah, exactly. And now one you start to them, realize and appreciate them. <laughs> oh, the way we used to be. <laughs> mm-hmm. And now you start to realize how more their stupid mistakes. And at the same time, yes hate and them. No. Yeah. <laughs> hate them for all the places they're ahead of and commiserate with them for all the places where you're like, oh, I get now See, why that would be. Like the average 24-year-old, sometimes they're 14 and sometimes they're 40. And yeah. if Which is basically They had you as a friend, Jess. They would never have made any of these mistakes because you would have made fun of them mercilessly. Yes, exactly. <laughs> before any of those mistakes would have actually right? happened. I feel like I should be a life coach because I will tell you right away that you're a fucking idiot. <laughs> Because these guys, <laughs> so often, they're fucking Don't idiots. Don't do it. I mean, when we get to chapter nine, Harry, you're a fucking idiot. Jessica like, is all about the tough love. Heavy yeah. on the tough, light on the love. <laughs> she'll get you there eventually. <laughs> did you or did you not live? So Susan admits that she was looking into Murphy um, because of the stint with the internal affairs. Yeah. She's because that about, uh, she has got a lot of skin invested in that game there. That if, if Susan does or Murphy? Susan, Susan does. does, yeah. Yeah, because if, if this is their most successful... Um, Lieutenant it, of SI? Yeah. Because if she goes down, that means there's some there's no voice for truth, as what she had said. Susan firmly believes that Murphy is making a legitimate difference yeah. in her position as SI, and Susan believes that if Murphy is out she'll be able to prove that Murphy was making a difference. Uh, not to necessarily say that Susan wants Murphy to leave, but she thinks that there, should Murphy leave, Susan has a real case to make at that point. Yeah. Yeah, because Harry's argument is, is you know, well, people don't want to believe. They want to, you know, bury, what is it here? Uh, people don't want to believe in magic anymore, or things that go bump in the dark. For the most part, they're happier not knowing. And when not knowing gets someone killed... And that's where people like me and Murphy come in. And she's like, yeah, she's like, kind of her point there, I think, right, is exactly that she's... And, and this really is a pretty good symbiotic relationship because Harry's in on the stuff and has proved to be an exceptional good source of information and and preventative measures or whatever um, for Murphy. 
Murphy's doing a good job keeping the supernatural moral balance by saying it was a guy in a mask, but don't worry, really, we went and killed him. And Susan's there just to pick up, like, great for her. Presenting it to the masses. Presenting it to the masses, exactly, of being able to say, like, okay, so the New York Times told you it was a guy in a mask. The Arcane's here to tell you it really was a werewolf. The three and of them should have been the polyamorous couple. Right? <laughs> uh, don't I, worry, I'm sure there's a lot that of that out there. You're right. I haven't Googled enough. Yeah. There's <laughs> a there's a line here too that you just mentioned where Harry's like, well, me and Murph are the last line of defense. And it's like, I love Harry and Susan. I really do. But there's that moment right there. I'm like, yeah. Like <laughs> even from the beginning, Harry's a bit of a dick and he leaves people out and he doesn't tell them everything. But Harry ultimately like, he is there for the teamwork. Like he wants to be on a team. Even like you said before, yes. like with the police and stuff like yeah. that. Like Harry wants friends. He, he yeah, wants he's allies. He wants to, to be a team. He fits in he's, and how to manage And he is that, like, that, yeah, no, me is. and Murph will get it. He struggles with a bit of an arrogance because he thinks that he knows everything at this point. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And he tries. He says that. He does. He says, yeah, yeah he's a wizard. And he's, and he's like, trying to protect I, I everybody. Do. Yeah. Yeah, and every once in a while, he does remember that and point it out to I mean, us slash himself. Six you know. of one, half a dozen of another, you know? He's always like, I'm super arrogant, but it's true, and I know what I'm doing. <laughs> yeah, a little bit, right? So, yeah. yeah. So, finds us. then Susan's trying to bug him a bit about, well, what are you working on? What are you here? Yeah, she's basically just there I'll for the I'll show you yours if you show me mine. Well, right. they already have I'll it. I'll show you mine point. if you show me yours. I, I didn't know you were a lawyer as well as a judge. <laughs> but yeah exactly and he's like no 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 she's like oh but i did so good like that scoop last summer like between date with a demon and then busting victor's cells and he's like yeah and they busted my chops for that like i had to sign like 10 million non-disclosures yeah. <laughs> I, like i can't he is tell not you allowed shit. to say anything at this point <laughs> she's like come on come on come on just Hop a little there. street i could stand on and potentially witness something harry yeah and this is where we get another glimpse into maybe how Harry shit works because he's like most of this stuff can't be photographed like it's all gonna mess up your camera and stuff right and I was like oh like the same that happens to you messing all up the stuff is again so apparently some of that supernatural magic which in some ways we see a little bit different because with the fairies and things a little bit different Tutu does his own magic but there's maybe potentially a certain overlap mm -hmm. or something there that that works with. Well, he tried to use that excuse of that that um, trying to take ph photography wouldn't work around him. So she was like, oh, a long telephoto lens. But then he backtracks and goes off that uh, basically trying to keep him safe or keep her safe mm. because he, he's got that sort of I'm going to keep everybody's safeness. Yes, yeah, it is a little bit. Yeah, she's like, what if I shot from a long way off? And he's like, no, I'm not going to tell any. Yeah, I'm not going to. I shook my head. No, Susan, I'm not going to tell you anything. It's for your own good as much as mine. So, yeah, he's partly covering his yeah. ass saying, I can't give you information. I can't tip you off on where. And, yeah, even away from a telephoto, it's still potentially dangerous. Well, and ultimately, you. he has a lot of that sort mm -hmm. of protective instinct that gets in the way of his relationships. Absolutely, and he says that all the time. He's like in distress. He's like a lot of, this is how I was raised and taught to be, is to protect, you know. And like I said this, I think a lot in the first book too, you know, like he he does have a weak spot for the damsel in distress. He does want to come to their aid. He does want to protect them. But at the same time, for the most part, I think Dresden does a really good job of not diminishing the women. Like he knows Murphy's a fighter and he knows she's a cop and he doesn't try to stop her from being a cop. Like even though she kind of 
semi accuses him of that sometimes, but it's he's battling with his own lines of information. He will tell you, hey, there's a bunch of gangbangers on the corner with guns. Have at her. But when it comes to yeah, you can't bring a, a badge to a you know werewolf, werewolf fight. fight. Yeah, <laughs> you know, and that's where they have more. He he. It's not so much that she can't fight the werewolves because she's a woman. It, you can't fight the werewolves because you don't have any supernatural talent or enough knowledge to go in as a human kind of a thing so you know like he does battle with that and he does try and of course now right. he, he is in an intimate relationship with susan so he does have but susan's also he says you know he says she's smart she's competent but she's not a fighter either like murphy murphy has her aikido murphy has her cop training you know susan doesn't even have any of that right she's got her brains so it is, right? Knowledge but is power. Knowledge mm-hmm. is power. But, you know, this is, again, this is where Dresden does struggle a lot. Um, he does. He definitely struggles quite yeah, a bit with that. Yeah, the urge to protect and defend I, I, and that I, sort I, of thing. To be fair, also, we've only seen Harry with oh, female friends at this point. Murphy Even as we Susan. go through the series. Like, he, he has this issue with his male friends, too. It is it, pretty much everyone he meets. Harry's, like, never knows when to give. Yeah. And when not to, you know. And that's a little bit of that indoctrination. Like, he's tried... And, I mean, I can draw, uh, you know, probably a slightly similar example with my own upbringing. You know, as I did have a religious upbringing, I am not... So, even now, there's things I... You know, I mean, like, I don't... My take is always sort of... For the most part, everything, you know, that was religious was, was for the good. You know, like, don't cheat, don't steal, don't murder people. Okay, those are all kind of the basic rules of civilization. That's how we get along. It's fine. You know, but when you get down to some of the slightly more trickier gray areas, right, that's where I find I don't necessarily believe or, you know, practice what that religion, but I also have a little bit of a knee jerk, you know, sometimes you'll say or do something and I'll be like, well, that's not, well, actually, I don't, I don't care about that. No, I don't, you know, Mm -hmm. fine, you want to live together? I don't know, even though I was taught you don't shack up before you get married, you don't have premarital sex, really, I don't have issues with that but like in the back of my brain there's sometimes still that sort of knee jerk right and i think that's harry right wizards know everything wizards can protect wizards have powers and knowledge your average joe blow doesn't so he's like i'm gonna protect you all and he's realizing and i see that as a weak spot though for him yeah, but Achilles this, heel. Yeah, yeah, but this is the thing because is he that wants he, to be like the all-knowing wizard, and but he he's, has, not, he's not. He is he still in his tw- mid twenties. Yeah. He he is a pup in the terms of his knowledge. Yeah, absolutely. And this is this is where I'm saying this is where Harry has this internal battle, is that he was sort of brought up in this cultural well, this indoctrination of wizards. <laughs> it's almost like child like, genius. No, I don't. No, I don't. I don't know. Yeah. You know, like, we all reach that certain age where we all know we don't have enough. He is ahead of his peers, but he's not, you know, the professor, you know? Yes. And I think he's, I I mean, again, like, even if you're in class and you're the smartest kid in your class, child genius or not, there is a certain level of, like, maybe I should just shut the fuck up and be with my peers. Yeah. And sometimes you want to, like, He doesn't know that yet, though. Well, yeah, but there's still a level where he's, like... I want to be part of the team and I want to be with you guys and he doesn't necessarily need to be the leader at this point but he's like but at, on the other flip side of the coin he's also like mm, I'm just going to keep it to myself fuck you and it's like <laughs> getting really excited about something and like wanting to share your opinion and you talk all over and trample everybody else and interrupt them constantly but you know Macaulay's pup not really fair <laughs> a little uh, I, yeah yeah that's that's exactly my point I don't do what is this, it episode to like be- 21 22 <laughs> 
only like 17, 19. No, 20? no, this I, is either 20 or 21. Is it? But yeah, point being is right. It's, I'm, you know, it is something I know about myself. I try not to do it to be rude. It's not because I don't care. I just, like, they're ex- right. And I have to pull my, right, exactly. It's that same thing. I'm like, I know you don't interrupt people, but go, oh, I'm just going to interrupt you for one second because I just want to. <laughs> well, speaking of interruptions, <laughs> right after Susan exits, Harry gets uh, interrupted again by Denton. He does. He almost uh-huh. makes it to Murphy's office. So he tries to sidestep Denton and go into the office, but Denton decides that is going to be a little bit more open and sociable to Dresden at this point and offers to give the report because internal affairs is in the room. Civil. I don't know if I'd go quite as far as sociable in this but exactly, Civil, yeah. he, he does try to say like, "Hey, I know last night didn't look good. I'm not trying to be a dick. I know Murphy's an okay cop, but, but yeah, exactly. Allow me to take a moment here and <laughs> you know just say that that was out of line. I don't condone that. Well, yeah, let me don't rock the boat because they're gonna not like you mm-hmm. showing. It's not gonna do you or her anybody any favors. But you know it'll drop it off for you. Yeah. Well, there's a quick reminder in here too because they go back and forth for a moment. It's not really mean or anything like that, but they do have a bit of like, well, do you actually believe me and trust me and think that I'm a wizard? And it's like you might just be like a pretty smart charlatan. Like I still don't know how I feel, but same as Murphy, if you can give up information, then I'm willing to accept information. Yeah, and exactly. Yeah, you yeah, know, slightly unstable or a very intelligent charlatan. But no offense. I think that underlines it a little bit more is that, again, like, regardless of Susan's feelings on Harry, she doesn't know that he's a wizard yet. You know, she kind of saw him do some magic with the toad last thing, and she is a I bit of a believer. A, I think that's, I think, but, more than Murphy has seen. I, well, I would point. say more than Murphy, too, but I still think that there's a level where, you know, Murphy, Susan, anyone really is still always like, but is he? Yeah. And there's still, like, a level where Harry is like, oh, the cops trusted me up until Marcone, or Murphy trusted me up until Internal Affairs, or Susan trusted me up until I got her eaten by a demon toad. I mean, she still does trust him. But point being is that through all of this, everyone's still a little bit like, we're still not sure about Harry. They're still taking a lot on faith. Yeah, there has not been a lot of demonstrative... Yeah, and at this um, point, like, I mean, again, for Uh us, we know... Demonstrative. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. For us in book one, you know, we basically know sentence one that, okay, this is a wizard. This is what we're dealing with. Good to go. Yeah. But for everyone else, I mean, we're at book two and people are still like, mm, are we dealing with a fraud here? And I think it's important to remember, too, that as much as Harry wants to stand around and be like, nobody ever listens to me, even though I clearly know more than everyone. It's like, but also, like, no one knows that, like, it's one thing to trust someone explicitly mm-hmm. and they aren't telling you everything but it's one thing to be like I still don't even know if I trust you and you're not telling me everything you know yeah yeah like I would like to but you're still yeah well I mean he kind of says I think when he's going into the department store chapter two back there um he's like oh I can't just go in and like bust this lady because at that point he hadn't seen the group you know he's like I can't go in and bust her you know I'm just here to gather information he's like but I don't need SI to, to validate my authority or whatever, you know. He's like, I'm still a wizard. I can still, you know, grabs a staff and rod and goes on it. <laughs> I don't need SI. I can just grab my staff on my own. Thank you very much. <laughs> um, but yeah, exactly right. And that's kind of the thing here is that he knows and he's comfortable and he trusts. And in a way, that's good. That's fine. You don't need anyone else to validate you, Harry. But at the same time, you can't, yeah, 100% fault other people because... You haven't proven to them. You find you don't have to prove to them, but if you want them to believe and trust, 
can you blame them for well, right back on to that arrogance, hold, but also really wanting to be on a team? Like, yeah, Harry's. He really does want to be on a team, but at the same yeah. time, Harry's like he's just got that disconnect from everyone. Yeah, it's almost like he really just wants a family. Well, he oh, does, oh, and yes. he says, you know, like he got in this to help. He, like he said, he, I was like, I could have just been a wizard and done my own thing and stayed in the closet like all the I other wizards. Doing, you know, like I boob enlargement potions all I day long. Boob enlargement to. potions, you know, under the name the right of science. Thing. But that's yeah. the thing. He's like, I became an investigator and I hung out my shingle and I shingle and I went public because I want to help. I and want people that are being chased by monsters to know. Yes, they're real. Yes, there is somewhere you can go to get help from being chased by monsters. And even in book one, he was saying like he turned down work that he thought that he legitimately wasn't the right fit for. Like he, yeah, really, he's given every opportunity. And and on top of wanting to be in a family, Harry has this whole he was ostracized from the beginning from his people. Uh, and he took it a step further. He's like, all right, fine. You don't want me on your team, but I'm going to expose all of you, whether or not they yeah. believe me. Yeah. I'm putting my ad in the yellow pages. So, like, he always takes it that one step further, too. Like, <laughs> all right. All right. You don't like me. I don't like you more. <laughs> so as much your as. Your move. <laughs> it was a little bit even with other people. It's like, you don't believe I'm a wizard? I'm going to be a wizard even more. And then people are like, hey, well, that's extra fake now. He's like, no, that's. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, that's the thing, right? No. You can go yeah. and find everybody's keys, but it's really, really hard to prove you found anybody's you found anybody's keys by magic. Right? Like a lot of his spells don't have a lot of show to we think we think it's neat when he's describing it and we're reading about it, but again to the naked eye watching him Sorry, snapping your fingers visible. and looking underneath the couch cushion isn't much. Yeah, right? <laughs> it like, seems like solving my mystery and not actually by magic. Yeah, that's that's the thing, is it's so hard to I think also like in that perspective it's just like it is almost like watching, like, uh, no offense to life coaches out there, but occasionally when you watch a, a life coach on stage, they say, you know, 4,000 words for something that's really only 10 words needed, you know? Like, they can go on yeah. for a three-hour speech, and really it all Welcome boils down to... Welcome to Mac podcast. <laughs> yeah, well, exactly. <laughs> but the point being is that just because we see Dresden wax poetic for 20 pages, it's like everyone else is like, bro, get to the point. <laughs> like. Yes. Yeah. Magic is about this and that and this, and everyone's like, just cast a stupid spell if you're gonna do <laughs> yeah. it. Like, <laughs> yeah, I like so. textured colors. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> let's so, get let's get to the toad. Okay. Well, even as Harry says, sometimes he extra plays it up too. I leave the lights off and I lower my voice and I shake my hands. Yeah, because it's like, yeah, like people's expectations, right? Because he even he knows too. sometimes, like, yeah, I do just snap and it's done. But people don't like that. They need the dramatics yeah. or they won't believe me. That's not a real wizard. Okay, let me put on my pointy hat. You didn't say abracadabra. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so we get they have their little thing, whatever, and he's like, yeah, I'll take it in for you or whatever. Don't stir more shit up. So he's like, okay, and. uh... And then he just, like, hands it over. And I'm like, I'm like, don't, what do you, don't, don't, like, we don't know. I don't remember, you know, what, if any, real opinions I'd formed about Denton. But just on basic principle, I was like, don't hand over your werewolf file to this guy. You don't know him. You met him yesterday and they tried to kill Murphy. Right? I was So I, I had the same, like, why would you do that? Like, you don't what? know he's going to give it to him, even though he offers right? to you can like, call him. Especially since he doesn't know. At the same time, though. It's not like Denton is like, you and Murphy will never speak again, mwahaha. Like, if it doesn't get to Murphy, Harry can just give him the same report. Well, I know. Like, he does say, he's like, give it to me. You can call and let her know. But it wasn't so much potentially that it might not get to Murphy, but it was just like, you're giving someone else your notes. Like, you guys already think like you're good. Don't, don't show him your... But then the one thing that saved it slightly is 
then Judge Denton does say, he's like, can I read it? So yeah. I'm like, okay, you did, Al, because I was just like, oh, yeah, no, he's going to find, like, it. don't you, you know, it's like one of those things, like, in the shows and movies where he's like, oh, yeah, here you go, and you're like, oh, that's just, you know that's going to spell trouble. But I think that's one more thing about Harry. He wants to be on the cop's team. He just yeah, got but to that, work. That was going to say, that's what saved me a little bit is the fact that Denton's like, so Harry doesn't write. It's not like Harry's yes. thinking and doesn't like, oh, I never thought that he might read the file I handed him. I'm like, it does get thrown right out there in the open where Denton's like, do you mind if I look? And then Harry's yeah. like, yeah, I hope you like science fiction or whatever, fine. But at least then he knows, right? So he's like permission was asked right so he's not like blindsided later by him like right and he's like oh, okay this guy might think i'm crazy but yeah fine go ahead this might might just confirm your you know what i mean like that was all the was it's just that initial of like don't ever give anything to an outside character we don't know you know but then i'm like okay we'll front about it he's like i want a snoot yeah, fine, vox okay. machina never trust the npc right like pretty exactly right you're like where's larkin <laughs> <laughs> who's larkin what <laughs> oh fuck so uh, you, Dresden hands off his uh, report to Denton and and Des. then confirms with with uh, Murph. Murphy yeah that 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 it was received. Who does like she plays it very cool, but he's like oh, I yeah. did detect that slight hint of relief. She was kind of glad I didn't come barging into her office. You know, she's like, I appreciate you got it to me, but yeah, this probably was the easier way. Thanks, guys. <laughs> so yeah, so he's an easy. He's a yeah. I'm gonna talk to Murphy. So, so he starts yeah. going to his car, going to the Blue Beetle, when he is intercepted by Ron Stoppable, Agent Rogers, that's, Roger Harris. That's my. You know how I think I was saying last time I have like a picture of everybody in my head. Roger Harris is basically Ron Stoppable, but like a redhead instead of a blonde. Because Stoppable even had like the freckles and stuff. Possible. Kim Possible. Okay. Ron Stop. He's like a mix do, do, between do, do. like I don't know. Ron Howard. <laughs> so for those of you, um, um, but yeah, 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 Agent Harris. I'm nodding and smiling. Okay, so okay, so oh, okay, you know the 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 pimply teenager on Simpsons that's always like the drive-through. Oh, there you go! Like he's always like the delivery boy and the yeah. drive-through yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah. It almost was not quite that high whiny voice. But it's almost like that guy that I sort of picture is like right. Roger Harris. Okay. But okay. a little bit leaning to more word Ron Stoppable, if you didn't know that reference. He's kind of a... He's, <laughs> we he's, imagine a fully human cast, but one cartoon <laughs> character is Roger. Pretty much. Unfortunately, yeah. pretty much. A human version of him. But basically, yeah. Yep. So, <laughs> yep, yep, yep. so Roger, Roger hires Harry to look into the street, to the street wolves. Mm-hmm. Which is their suspect? Couple of a gang, up and coming gang. gang that has started to cause some issues and like establish them. I think they were an established gang, weren't they? But point well, being a bait gang, a bait. I just want to make a point that Harry is really fucking cocky, right? He's, this kid, um, you guys are maybe like two years maximum in age difference. <laughs> yeah. like, I was gonna say for him to have to be an FBI agent, he had to. Have done you're some eighteen, school. straight into FBI. Okay. Let's say another two years on top of that for schooling and whatnot. He's at 20 to 22 maximum. Like, Harry's, we're guessing, around 24 maximum. Like, buddy. Right? <laughs> well, I'm going to quote this here. Where Why Harry is so fucking cocky. It's probably the same line I wrote down. Go for it. Don't worry about it, I <laughs> yeah. told him. You didn't do a bad job with the act, but you got to get up pretty early in the morning, etc. That's exactly the one I jotted down. You little shit. You fool. (laughs) Not to mention, this is like the first time in like an entire year that Harry has woken up before (laughs) lunch. (laughs) (laughs) 
Joke's on you, motherfucker. <gasps> I Joke's know, right? Because he's you. all like, he's like, oh, Denton wanted to, and you're just playing it up like Denton wouldn't let you, so he sent you to ask me. And he's like, yeah, not bad, kid. Oh, yeah. But mm-hmm. I know, I know yeah. that, especially when you got to get up pretty early, etc. <laughs> I cut on. Now, Apparently being 24, you need to get I will up at admit. 10 o'clock, not <laughs> 6 o'clock. <laughs> I will admit, being 24 myself, only a few years younger than me is still child. But still, Harry was just so over the top with this. I'm like, oh my! Okay, I can okay. On. Grade twelve, and I suddenly was like, oh my god, was I this annoying as a tenth grader? Like, please tell me I was. Yeah, so it's, it's it starts to happen fast, and then, yeah, once you like graduate high school, high schoolers are like the worst. And once you hit twenty, like teenagers are like, oh my god, you were never that. But but once you're all in your early twenties, well, like, when you're like on. fucking FBI agent to PI, I, I mean, like, you know what I mean? Like, he's not actually the Simply short order cook well, from Simpsons. And like, again, come like, on. even if you're like intern FBI to like, n- like what he's had his business license two years. We're thinking Harry, something like that. Something again? like that. Like you're both pretty Not equal footing right be, now. Yeah. Like, yeah, you guys that's... are like pretty much as equal as you could possibly be. Like <laughs> decent professionalism here. Too, yeah, right. You know, like yeah, I was still working. You know, odd jobs in retail at that. And I, I will I say, you know, like Harry got dressed properly this morning. Mm-hmm. Which was a first. Well, and exactly, but it's like on any other given day, Harry would have been staring at this guy in a suit and cowboy boots and sweatpants being like, what (laughs) kid? duster. (laughs) It's okay, little boy. One of us is walking around with a stick. (laughs) (laughs) You just sort of lucked out that day that he looked like a professional. Literally, like, literally, yeah. Yeah, and then he's all like, oh, I guess I gotta do this. <laughs> Technically, yeah. You're still well, I just bargain a little bit. He, well, he bargains for information for Denton's case. Yeah, and he said he's like, so oh, I guess you can't own. go down as an official reporter. It's like, you can still hand me an envelope of money, motherfucker. Yeah, <laughs> right? Yeah. I don't have to write down shit, but you can still yeah. pay me. <laughs> right? Like, take, this is take no a, taxes. Take a pool. Like, get a, yeah, everybody... Chip in the kitty and yeah. throw, Agent Ben can add a few more bucks because she just offered lunch like a Jesus. hole in my friend. Yeah, Harry instantly rolled over for but that. But yeah, it's it's not Denton's case. Harry wants his own file. But um, bum, he he wants the file that that. <laughs> I'll take my credit. Okay. <laughs> Uh, point okay. is, Harry point is convinced is. to go look out these. Check yeah. out. So here's the thing. So yeah, so Harry wants. So yeah, it's, it's he doesn't want Denton's case file. He wants his own record of shit on him. Whatever the cops, FBI, anybody has on him, and um, which is fine. I mean, Harry's kind of like, well, you could do that yourself. He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah I can't be bothered. You guys. Um, but I'm like, I, I just, I legitimately like don't recall going forward. I don't remember if it has any impact. I don't remember if. He ever gets that? So keep reading. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm like, I don't. I legitimately don't remember this ever coming back again or not. So I just don't know if it just was a small enough thing that I've legitimately forgotten. But I'm like, I don't know how he actually ever gets his hands on. So it makes the next chapter even worse. <laughs> um, which yeah, chapter nine. Chapter nine. Going off a secret lead from the FBI, Harry finds himself at the Full Moon Garage apparently territory of the up-and-coming street wolves. Harry quickly finds himself outnumbered and out of depth and does his best to retreat. After a harsh soul gaze, Harry escapes to his office, only to find another sort of wolf. So chapter nine. Yeah. 
So decides to go check out Roger's tank. Full moon garage. Full moon garage. Thank God, it's not too obvious. Thanks, Ray. <laughs> <laughs> his car breaks down, and so his first step, his first solution is a little B and E into a garage. <laughs> yeah, right. So he doesn't take his gun. He mentions he leaves his gun behind, but he does take his his blasting rod and his shield bracelet. Um, and as he's coming up to this place, he's thinking, um, maybe, oh, he has his, his force ring too. Um, but he starts thinking about the, the group he encountered last night that he followed to the department store. And he's like, kids that were all dressed up in their, like, biker leathers and were talking about wolfy stuff. He's like, maybe they're, like, wannabe gang like that. Or maybe it's completely unconnected, but starts wondering if maybe there could be a link there or something. And then, um... Yeah, figures, why not? Well, B and E, yes and no. I mean, it is a garage, it's a shop. I'm assuming it's kind of like Mike's shop, like his mechanic shop or something like that. Like, unless there's big signs that say private, but to me, it sounds like it looks like an, whether or not they're open at this moment, but it sounds like it's a functioning commercial garage or something like a that. A business is a business is a business. If it's not yours. <laughs> if you don't go into the back of it. Yeah, like. It's not the back. No, it's the front door. Okay, but the point is, is that it's like, regardless of whether or not it is, regardless <laughs> yeah, so of the fact. Go, so you've got the big bay doors where you take your vehicles in and out, and right next to it is a man door. Now, I don't know about y'all, but I've occasionally pulled up to Canadian Tire, and the way that thing is outfitted is you have like two, three, four big bay doors, and next to them is a man door, and you walk in the man door and go, hey, y'all, think maybe you can fix my car? Oh, well, see, I don't... I, <laughs> I don't stand around outside waiting for, like, yeah, a concierge to he come doesn't welcome innocently go in and say, well, hey, Well, I go to very rich and expensive car. garages. So. <laughs> so you're like, he goes in and sneaks around. Well, he doesn't get past the front door, but, I mean, he does. He says he tries it and it's open, so he goes in. So, I mean, like, I get maybe 9 o'clock in the morning, 8 o'clock in the morning, whatever time he's there like there might be some question about whether or not they're open but i don't know that it's completely i don't know if it's complete full being like if it was like 10 o'clock at night yeah chances are your local garage probably ain't open or whatever but regardless whichever way you kind of take it yeah he goes up he tries the door it's open so he goes in now at this point he doesn't like peek all in the, the lights door are and walk off. away he opens the door and it's pitch black and he goes in anyways yeah and and that's right. <laughs> the fact that he like went up and tried the door is, but yeah, it's open. He goes in. Apparently, I just feel like it's business. almost like one of those customer things where it's like the door is closed and the sign says closed and all the lights are off and someone's like, "Are you open? And can maybe, I come in?" Maybe yeah. we don't go as far as knowing. Like yeah, from the outside description, it's not as clear to me whether the place definitely, you know, or if there is question. But no, regardless, I think this is an extension of reality. This is where we have our contention, not the magic or anything, but whether or not he can go into a garage <laughs> at 9 a.m. No, the werewolves is fine. It's whether fine, or not he can see a mechanic at 9 a.m. Is this a B and E? Is this just a normal business day? <laughs> is it a Saturday or a Sunday or a Monday? Welcome to our is brains, people. A this John is why Mulaney our lives joke? are dysfunctional. This is like it's a John Mulaney joke where like he tries to nail a guy for B and E, and the cops are like, barely. The car door was open, and he didn't take anything. He <laughs> entered, but that's it. <laughs> Harry's like, all I did was walk in the door. That's it, man. It was unlocked. I went in. So, yeah, this is why my brain Which is, <laughs> is exactly going to be Marcone's defense in another chapter. 
You can't uh, prove otherwise. Uh, the door was uh, unlocked when I got here, I swear. Uh, sure. <laughs> so, yeah. So, yeah, he shows up, realizes it's kind of, and, and decides to be up front. Like, I'm not even sure, did he even hear anything when he first... Yeah, in. so yeah, he went, He goes in and he listens for a minute and he can hear that there's some breathing and there's some scuffling and just just on the edges of silence you can hear that there's a bit of disturbance going yeah, on. Yeah, okay, so yeah, he does call out first. That's mm-hmm. what I was trying to figure out. So it does say, Hello, I'm not a cop. Yeah, there's no windows. The only light in the garage fell into it from the open door that he's just come through. So he does call out. He's like, hello? And that's when he can't, his eyes haven't really adjusted. He can't see yet, but he does start hearing... Um, that's it. He's, he's trying to get it to adjust and he's like, then he hears a quiet, dull sound. So uh-huh, he's uh-huh. like, okay. And then he's like, I'm not a cop. <laughs> so yeah, he uh. still can't quite see. So he's kind of, he has alerted to their presence. He's not just thinking and he does kind of be like, hello, anybody here? Doesn't really get a response. Wait, I think yeah. I do hear. The room dropped into dead silence. No moving, no breathing. So, so he decides to, yeah, he's like, okay, well, essentially I know I was told to come check out a gang. So I'm assuming that's what I'm dealing with. I'm not a cop. <laughs> and why did I just walk into the middle of this? And why did I just walk into this? Um, but still, he's like, again, he announces. So he's like, hey, I'm not a cop, but I'm here to speak to the Hells Angels. Y'all cool with that? <laughs> like, I'm not a cop. My name is Harry. I just want to speak to the street wolves. <laughs> well, and that's another thing, too. It's like I, I kind of understood why he was like, I'm not a cop. But at the yeah, same I- time, it's like. Okay, good. So it's easier to hide your body? Like, yeah, right, it's yeah. less of a crime to kill you? Okay. Like, right, like, yeah, you're kind of 50 50. Like, yeah. I maybe can, you know, be disarming and be like, hey, 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 not here for trouble. But at the same time, exactly. It's like, well, I've also just took away. Well, and he also says this with his hand mind. in his duster because he's holding onto his staff and they don't know what he's got because they instantly say they're like, hands in the air. Yeah, because yeah, he's, he's like, he's like, because he's like, he hears the rustling and kind of goes, oh shit. So he, he grabs it just in case, but. Well, they also seem to recognize who he is right away. Yeah, they know him. They, yeah. Which his is, reputation has preceded him. Yeah, which is, uh, for him, it's like, typically speaking, if people know about you him, it's as a charlatan. Me? But these guys are like, hello, wizard. And he's like, ooh. You actually know who I My am. My people don't normally know who I yeah, am. Exactly. <laughs> so, so yeah. So they're like, take your hand out. Keep your hands where we can see them. And he's like, we've heard of your kind wizard. We've heard of you. You're with the cops. And he's like, oh, you're late on the gossip. He's like, I'm playing doubles with Johnny Marcone now. Didn't you know? And they're like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> like, that's just Marcone's line. And he has a great line. He's like, fuck, if only the cops were this savvy. Oh, yeah, right? a bunch yeah. of like... <laughs> Even Harry <laughs> himself there do well. Yeah, he's, he's like, shit. thank you. Harry goes around like a bitch all the time, and he's like, no, nobody trusts me. But as soon as it works for him, he's like, no, I'm working with John now. And they're like, no, you're not. And he's like, ah, darn. <laughs> yeah, I love that. He's <laughs> crap. Like, yeah, he's like, which is such the truth, right? It's like the thugs, the criminals. They're like, yeah, they know who the liars and cheats are, and they're like, no, but exactly the cops that you want, who are like, mm, we're not prepared. They're like, you might be a liar and a cheat. Yeah, so he's like, well, fuck. So he's like, um, um, so yeah, so he's like, okay, well, I kind of heard about you guys. You guys aren't. So they, they start off and Harry's like, I just, he's like, well, come here so I can like talk to you. The guy's like, I don't give the orders here. You know, it's like the interrogation is like, you're not asking the questions I am. And Harry's like, I just want to and they're like, okay, fine, about what? And he's like, oh, you know, a bunch of dead bodies. And he's like, wow, Harry, like, like. 
you're aware enough to know you might be getting into it, but you're kind of like in for a penny, in for a pound. You really don't try to be, you're like, oh, well, whatever, fuck it, cards on the table. It's like, yeah, I'm, okay, fine, I'm not really with Marcone, I'm sort of with the cops, but I'm not here to like bust your chops. I just want to ask you if maybe you were the ones that murdered a bunch of people or not, like... We just so they found fake like wolf tracks him. and they found teeth scratches and they found all these wolfy evidence. Yeah. Like, so was it you guys? Yeah. Or, you know, Street like, wolves. You're the first people I thought like, of. Yeah, yeah, we did it. Okay, cool. Just wondering. I'm just going to, yeah. you know, like, don't worry. I'm not going to tell the cops. I just need to know yeah, for like, myself. I want to tell my girlfriend, the reporter. Don't yeah. worry, guys. <laughs> you know. Like, when are you be willing to give an interview? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> You know, we can do, like, the blurry thing if you want. I'm sure she's down with that. But. Like uh, the Dutch police putting, like, the little black bar over the bird. Like, yeah. the little black bar over, like, a wolf. <laughs> yeah, right. I think the only thing that saves them is that they can't actually shift into yeah. werewolf form. Which he's not even sure about at first. Because he's like, if they were real werewolves, they could shift and kill me before I can. So he's like, that's the thing. Even a positive. But... Thankfully, that is not the flavor we're dealing with. We are dealing with lycanthropes. Yeah. So once, you know, the chick decides to just be like, fuck this, kill him, kill him, kill him, kill him, and get to everybody, at least he's not immediately swarmed by a bunch of literal wolves. Just a bunch of very angry people with a bunch of handy weapons accessible at a mechanic shop. Yeah. It's like, they don't have teeth and claws. They just have, like, heavy wrenches and like Season <laughs> one bars. Scott McCall right now. I don't know that, sorry. Teen Wolf. Teen Wolf? Okay. Sure is. Uh, Apparently, he wasn't one of your super favorites, because I haven't heard his name a lot. These are these are the wolves that... Are, He's that, the main that, character. Oh, <laughs> damn! <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I really But you love, were not played by I Tyler really Hecklin. I <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Uh-huh. What's your point? <laughs> the I wolves that was pretty much that are, can't actually shift into wolf. Yeah. So he's starting to adjust a little bit, and he's starting to see there's like a whole crowd of people here. Um, so he's like, okay, time to leave. <laughs> and and the the leader of the pack, who he doesn't really know other leader than the leader of the pack, um, is like, just chill, guys. Hold it in. Don't bust out your shit right here, right now. And they're, they're starting to really work up into a frenzy and he's having a lot of mm-hmm. trouble controlling his peeps and keeping them from from going um, batshit. Feral. <laughs> from Wolf going shit. feral. Yeah, so Harry decides, like, well, I'm just gonna beat it. And I get the instinct, but thankfully Harry learns a little further down the road. You don't make sudden movements. It's in like front of Animal One Hundred and One. Yeah, back slowly away from the dog. And he was doing this back whole thing in like Chapter One, where he's like, "You don't understand wolves. Chicago hasn't had them. They're faster than anything. Their eyesight is better than anything. Their hearing is better than anything." Their I bolt instantly won't. from the wall yeah. like, and send all of them into a panic yeah, frenzy. Like, okay, me. you did just confirm that these aren't full <laughs> shifting wolves, but goddamn, dude, like, you are not giving them respect that they yeah. deserve. Are you guys the guys yeah. with the teeth and the claws? And I'm gonna run. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, I guess you know, again, wizard, like intellect is not always a he substitute be at for least. Sub- like assuming that he's running into a bunch of werewolves because that's what he's looking for. That's what he's like, well, okay, see, we're just we're just gonna break it down to that fight or flight. Like intellectually, okay. he knows better. His body's a- a- anatomic response. 
shorted out on it, him. It does say that he was poised to run from the second he walked in. He was like, I was ready to go just yeah. in case. So he but, does run, and sure enough, it And it I will triggers. say, if you're going to get mauled, I mean, like, this is a crowd of naked people. Like, <laughs> as it turns out... You know, half dressed, yeah, yeah showing half dressed and naked, of half dressed on. or naked men and women hurtling toward me. So it was nap time. Apparently, we have confirmed <laughs> right. they were not yet open. Or they are open late sleepers. Kind of <laughs> well, they've been out all night murdering. Hello. <laughs> what do you go out on a rampage and get up bright and early? Freaking hate you, morning people. <laughs> I always commit my murders by 8 p.m. so I can be in bed by 10. <laughs> <laughs> I like your thinking. How do you a night schedule it? Yeah, so... So he does... You'd still sleep till noon, so what's the point? Oh, hell yeah. Narcolepsy for the win, people. Butchering and burying bodies is so exhausting. So tiring. So... Uh, So... MG. So he does see... So in this brief flash of... of, um, (laughs) He gets the... uh, Or when he moves the shotgun goes on. That's kind of when he sees everybody is the flare from the shotgun and that, but manages to whip up his shield bracelet. Which is like, kind of horror movie scene, when you just hear voices in the dark and then like, there's one bullet of light and there's just like, a zoom of faces everywhere. Yeah, it's like blink angels. (laughs) (laughs) And then run. I would run too, actually, if that's all I saw was just like, one second flash of light and there's like, 30 naked people glaring at me. It's hard to kill. Kill, kill, kill. Right? Yeah, Harry, again, right, he knows this. He has not had Days and weeks and years and months of training of how not to. Uh, he's not about werewolves for twelve hours. Wolf pack. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. So, um, so at least so he does that. So it kind of shoves him up against the wall and he bounces around a little bit because it hits the force of the bracelet and just carries that whole momentum. But yeah, but somebody else comes at him right away and he gets a punch off and he's like, on my own, like I'm a big guy. It's decent, but my punch isn't, you know, not really anything to write home about. But because he's got his kinetic force ring on, that punch is doubled, tripled, quadrupled, quadrupled, what have you. No, uh, no doubt about it. He he smashes and breaks this guy's nose and lays him out, sends him sprawling back, like, and fucks off. <laughs> so he goes dashing to the car and hears the leader shouting at all of his guys to stop and calm down and and chill out. Now, whether he just doesn't want to brawl in the mid-morning, whether it's because Harry is loosely connected to the cops and doesn't want to bring that kind of scrutiny down on them. Or is a wizard. Or is a wizard or whatever. You know, he's trying to get his guys to back off and calm down, and they're all, like, super worked up. And if you've all ever had to try and calm down a pack of dogs... As a wizard, though, he's he's fully entitled to be able to fight them because they're not considered human anymore because they're like... That's- as far as the laws of magic go, as far as, like, one guy versus 30. Yeah, good luck, that's more of the... Yeah, Harry's not worried about sort of the morality, yeah. the right, wrong, the whether he's... Well, I, I would argue on that point, he is very concerned about the morality of it. Okay, yes, but right now it's basically like he's not in a position to take on... Yeah. You know, I mean, here he would have much more of a self-defense clause to go on, but basically... But he, he says he'd have to live with himself after, and that'd be much harder. Yeah. Because I think even as you're saying, like, if he could fire every fire bolt at the building right now and probably get out relatively unscathed, I mean, if yeah. he wants to just burn this place on fire, he wouldn't be in trouble with the White Council. But he says he himself is like, that's a dark path, and magic comes from who you are. Yeah, you don't Blah, want- blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. If I commit to this whole- Yeah, if I just start blasting a fireball yeah. at everything that comes I'll along- I'll have to live with myself forever, and it'll change that, who I am. Yeah, like, that's not the way to deal with your problems mm-hmm. first. Sorry, I was thinking more of the technical, yeah. like, cops and robbers sort of 
law versus I was like, it's not so yes. much that, it's that he can't take, you know, stop, you're under arrest. <laughs> I'm like, but yeah. Which is also, I think, another point against the White Council, though, is that, well, they're not really considered human, so it'd be okay if I killed them and be like, asshole, White Council laws, like... Here is a very fine line. It's a very fine line because, and again, the lycanthropy and the werewolf and the this and the that. We've got a lot of definitions for a lot of similar and not so similar things. But it's typically considered that, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but the lycanthropies are wizards who can do one spell, right? No, they're born as, they just That's have like the, the spirit, okay, okay, okay. Like the spirit of a beast. So the, weir- so the werewolf is there the one that is one. trapped in a human body. Which is the one that is the one spell? That is the plain werewolf. Okay, so that's plain the werewolf. Okay, so the point is, is that it's like all of these definitions are so loosely defined that it's like occasionally in this series that line between what is monster, what is mortal, is not so clear. Cut and dried, yeah. But with the White Council, it is. Harry's kind of argument is that it's not, and the White Council is like, mm, whatever, do whatever the fuck you want. Yeah. So Harry, they're, is they're not mortals, like, so fuck it. Yeah. yeah. So Harry's and here saying, like, regardless of what the White Council thinks, it'll weigh on my mortal soul. Yeah. It. It's yeah. It's his code of conduct. His fair, code of morals. Fair, and fair. I think it's also fair to say that these people are probably not, you know, laying in a wolf den. 20 hours of the day and then going out at night to hunt like a pack of wolves they're probably living fairly normal human lives for they the majority of their time like right. like they probably have jobs and families and go grocery shopping and, and are living mortal lives <laughs> and if you want to get into the whole like oh well like a threshold is like what's built up on the family and who's here and the emotions here like yeah. they probably have a level of mortality to them now here's here's a little bit though these he didn't walk into wisteria lane I'm not he walked saying, into a bike. I'm right? not saying he walked into a threshold. So, I'm saying no. what makes a threshold is the emotion and the practice and the thought behind it. So what's to say that the emotion and practice and thought behind these lycanthropies is not enough to give them a mortal soul? I, 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 no, I get that. I'm just saying the difference with this particular group of people. I'm not saying that he walked into their home. I'm just saying that he didn't walk into you know, middle suburbia here and just rent. Like, he didn't go to Monica Sell's house and start giving her crap for being a lycanthrope. Okay, yes. These he went to investigate a mm. biker guy. These aren't nice people to start okay. with that way. That's all I meant. Yes, they're human people. Yes, they have to go grocery shopping. Yes, they have to. Do, but you know what I mean? Like, again, right? He didn't walk into the Boy Scouts and start tra- causing trouble. He walked into, like, Hell's Angels and started causing trouble. So that's all I meant there mm. is that this particular group that he's dealing with isn't that. They, they're the ones that have embraced and given in to their... Like all of that side. is true as long as we're but. trusting the FBI. For all we know, this is literally just like well. a bunch of college kids who call themselves the Street Wolves. Yeah, and well. have a biker gang. Right. Like we we yeah, haven't. Like, this doesn't come from Murphy, who we trust. Other than this the reception from, he got, <laughs> this came from some ditzy little some McDonald's unstoppable <laughs> kid. Yeah. Well, excuse me, Mr. Dresden. Can you go check these guys out, please? Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. But I mean, again, right? Yeah, they did. They, okay, admittedly, they tried to kill Dresden like, 10 seconds ago. Yeah. I'll, okay, sure. But, but yes. He started it. But yeah. So point being is yada, yada, yada. There's a lot that could be going on with this. Like, I don't go out murdering people, but if someone's walking into my home at 8 a.m. <laughs> right. Yeah. So so anyway, so he's trying to get out. So meanwhile, because the beetle died when he got there, he's frantically trying every... Come on, baby. Come on. Just give me one more. Let's go. Finally gets and, and as he's keeping an eye out to see if he's about to have his face ripped off, the leader of the gang who we've discovered is Parker turns around to see if he's gotten the fuck out of here and stopped riling up his people and boom. Bada bing bada boom. Bada bing bada boom. We get a soul gaze. And Harry's like, holy fuck. And he gets to feel that that 
beast contained with right it's not just a guy having a bad day it's not just some emo teen that wants to really believe they're a, you know he's like yeah he's like fury Lust. and control and yeah tide and territory or tide um like the ocean meeting of the tide but the, the fury and the territory and the whole so yeah so he does get a little insight that okay this is not just do they think they are? It's like, yeah, okay, this is kind of a real thing. This is bad. And if this guy wants to And more to my control, point, if you're capable of soul me. gazing with it, it has to have a soul. Well, there's, yeah. Right, right. Well, they're, they're not purely never, never creatures. Well, yeah, and no. we know that you can soul gaze with never, never creatures, but there is an extent there that is still. Yeah, but not, yeah, soul he said the fairies don't have. But yeah, yeah. so. So, yeah, so he's also, so he figures out that if Parker wants to stay the top dog, Dresden's got to go. So, fuck. (laughs) That's bad. This isn't just, like, get out of here and we'll call it quits. It's like, no, he's going to come He just came in to challenge his authority. He just came in to challenge my authority, and he's not going to just let it rest. He will track me down until that's taken care of. So that just sucks right there. Secondly, he doesn't actually know anything about this stuff that I came barging in here to ask about. So, So... I just you put my head on the chopping in. block for nothing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. I just literally went and bought Which trouble again, as I had issues in the first went. book, Harry is very quick to be like, yeah, I'll trust what this guy's telling me and I won't do any extra research. Yeah. Like, it's like, dude, come on. Yeah. Like, yeah. And I get it when you can't log on to Google or do your own police report. I mean, when you're a well, special investigator the in the early 2000s, wizard or not, yeah. I understand that information gathering is a little bit different. And like you said, in the moment, you go check things out, you do a little bit of snooping. But at the same time, it's like anytime Dresden does anything, like half of his problems are just because like he didn't take a fucking coffee break. Like, yeah, well, right. That makes that. sense. And that makes sense. It's a yeah. lot under pressure. But I have to admit, you know, if somebody walked up to me and was FBI and told me to go do this, I'd probably be like, okay. But, but at the same again, time, I'm not like, Harry. But at the same time, I, don't, yeah. I get like, you, like you are consistently like, I have 12 hours to live. And he goes out and he's like, no, it's six. Like, just, <laughs> why didn't you use your 12 hours? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I agree. Yeah. So, yeah, so he's got himself in a little bit like, of hot like he water. Cuts the, like, he's staring at a bomb every single day and it's counting down from, like, every single weekend that we read these books. And it's like, you've got 24 hours to live. And he cuts a wire and it's like, you've got 12 hours. He's like, fuck, and he cuts another wire and it's like, you've got six hours. Like, motherfucker. You've got six hours. Go buy a bomb. Yeah, like, figure out which wire to cut. Yeah, like, it's like, god damn, read the manual. Like, yeah, exactly. So it's kind of funny. He says he's sitting there, like, he's like, berating him so I mean in all fairness he's now berating himself stupid Harry stupid how could you be so stupid why didn't you get more information why did you go and so you know he just unfortunately he does it after the fact not he before. is another member of our podcast <laughs> yeah. why are you so stupid why are you doing this damn and it like, you know does does manage to refrain from glaring at the lady because somebody's looking at him like he's crazy and he's like okay probably am yeah, I won't give a shit for that I'll just but yeah, so he's. What do you look? Oh, okay, no. Yeah, no, you're right. I, I look like. Yeah, yeah, I am a crazy man ranting in my car right now. I put on a dress shirt today, motherfucker. Come on. So he's like, maybe I can just ditch out and leave town for a while. <laughs> you know, maybe the werewolves will forget about me. Like, bye, Murph. You're on your own. So decides to head back. He's told Murph, he's like, I'll probably be at the office the rest of the day if you have questions or whatever. You know, so he heads to his office, and fucking. Oh, I have to say, that was actually one thing he's talking about, all the magic, and say there's more magic. Oh, because he's talking, yeah, about, like, um, the power of his magic and the whole, I think this is where he has his moral debate and stuff like that. But he's like, um, babies have more magic in their first giggle. Yes, that's true. That's such a mom, I know. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, 
black magic. It's, it's easy and fun, like Legos. <laughs> but he doesn't want to be there, so he heads to the office, opens the door, and oh, fuck. Flip on the lights. One more wolf. <laughs> he oh, unlocked Lord. the door and flipped on the lights. <laughs> Marco was sitting in the office with the lights off, oh, locked yeah, the door behind him, just sat in Dresden's chair, and then waited. Badass. <laughs> yeah. And also, Surprise. like, I love this Take even Burns more because, like, there. like Harry wasn't at the garage for long. Like, yeah. like, let's say, like, the absolute latest is 10.30, and it's probably more like 9.30. Or, absolutely, this is 10, and it's probably yeah. more like 9.30. And, like, Harry on most days probably isn't coming to the office until, like... Yeah, does Marco you know, know his schedule? I'm like, like, <laughs> like, like has Marco been sitting like, there since <laughs> 7 a.m.? Like, <laughs> just, just it, hanging out there. Yeah, and like, if this was his typical, I was up all night doing research and potions and I didn't get up until like noon. Yeah, he wouldn't have been. Like, like, would, you, or would you eventually just have been like, and I'm wondering, like, coming, was or? Mark, and like, you could obviously say that Marco knows his schedule or has been trailing him all morning. That's totally Marcone style. Yeah. But at the same time, I love to think that Marcone, like, let himself in at 7 a.m. Locked the door, turned off the lights, and has been sitting here for three <laughs> yeah, hours. <laughs> Worst professional ever. So, Hendrix. Or, <laughs> or most committed. What, what would that what would that casual conversation be like between like Hendrix and Mark? So well, So did you catch the Cubs game uh, last oh, night? I don't think <laughs> I don't think we're gonna get into it right now, but like Marcone offers Harry a deal and I wonder if that whole like time before he was like, Well I was gonna offer him ten hours <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now it's if, five. If he doesn't show now up it's three minutes, <laughs> I'm waiting five more minutes. We're dropping a zero off of that next check if he doesn't like <laughs> all right. He's sitting down here all morning, like, does he know how much cocaine I'm supposed to be selling right now? Like I am losing billions on this asshole. Like Right. Which, I mean, I think would please Harry to no end. So, yes, it would, but yeah. Tee-hee. Anyways. <laughs> Next time. This concludes our episode 5.4, Cops, Critters, and Cons. Thank you for listening. You can find us online at freeflowrambling.com and machinalies.ca. There we have links to our other podcasts, social media, and other fun tidbits. Please subscribe if you like what you're hearing, and please consider supporting us through Patreon to keep the magic alive and see more content. We have currently released new tiers and have oh so many fun tidbits. Do check us out. We are Free Flow Rambling. Conjure at it by your own risk. <laughs> <laughs>